free work equals going out of business. And I don't want none of y'all going out of business because you feel like you have to say yes to every opportunity and you don't know how to leverage these situations where people are wanting you to work for free. Um, I just can't have that anymore. And I just feel like we all have to come together. You're listening to the Gangstar Creative Podcast, where we talk and share real strategies, real tactics, and real stories from me and my badass guests to help Gangstar creatives and artists like you thrive in both your business and life. And I'm your host, Ivana. I'm an artist, creative entrepreneur, speaker, and best-selling author. Are you ready to annihilate the status quo of the starving artist? If so, let's get it. What's up, Gangstars? It's your girl, Devana, and I am excited to chat with you all for this week's episode on the topic of exposure, doing your work for free in exchange for exposure. I'm sure you've had many people come up to you and have conversations and say, hey, like, let's collab, and you hop on the phone, and they're just like, yeah, like, I really like your work, and I'd love for you to do X, Y, and Z, because I have this project coming up, and then they explain this project to you, and then they're like, but the thing is, you know, we don't really have any money or have a budget for artwork or for whatever it is that you do. Um, But it's going to be amazing exposure for you because people are going to see what you do and they're going to hire you like crazy. And then if you're not really that experienced as a creative, as an artist, nine times out of ten, you're like, okay, this is an opportunity. Like, I got to keep the momentum up and, you know, I can't say no because this is going to be an amazing opportunity, like they said, and people are going to see my work and looks like they are going to hire me if I do this project because this person said that they will. And then you do this free work for them and you say your goodbyes and you wait and you wait and you wait and nobody's reached out to you from this project asking you to do work for them and paying you to do work. This is why it's so important that if you're a creative starting out or if you're somebody who likes to take on opportunities for so-called exposure, it's really important for you to stop doing that and to stop accepting doing free work in exchange for exposure because exposure isn't guaranteed. Exposure is kind of like that cherry on top for everything that you do. You know, any service that you go to, whether it's a restaurant or whether it's getting your teeth clean or whether it's, you know, somebody cleaning your car, like you can't just say, hey, I'm going to go to your dental office to get my teeth clean, but can you do it for free? It's going to be awesome exposure for you. You know, I'm going to share it on my social media and everybody's going to come. Um, no, it doesn't work like that. You have to pay for the services. And then, because if they do a good job, you're going to share it anyways, and you're they're going to get exposure that way, and they may or may not get people from you sharing that. Um, but at the end of the day, they still got paid for it. And it should be the same for creatives and artists. But for some reason, society feels like they aren't as worthy to get paid up front and they have to work for exposure and like exposure is this thing that are all artists um should take and run with and be grateful for so no it's not something that we should all take and you know run with because we are business owners at the end of the day we have livelihoods that we have to take care of we have families we have a lifestyle we have bills we have all of that and so for you to 
take on exposure, you know, spend your time and money on supplies and programs and equipment to do this project with somebody just for exposure. You're really not making a smart business decision in those instances. And you know, 9.9 times out of 10, these people, these businesses who guarantee promotion, you know, oh, if you do this for me, I'll promote you. I'll put you on whatever. Like, when nine times out of 10, or I should say 9.9 times out of 10, these people who guarantee promotion for free work and they guarantee this amazing exposure, they're not doing anything and they're not gonna do anything to drive sales to you. They are selfish in these moments, which is why they're not wanting to pay you because really at the end of the day, they're winning when you're doing work for them for free. Um, and they don't have no reason or no drive to actually do things that will favor, be in favor of you. They don't have anything to drive, uh, no reason to drive sales to you. They're not gonna put your logo or your website on all their advertisement. They're not gonna do um, X, Y, and Z unless it's like actually in a written agreement. And so you have to keep this in mind when you're, you know, you have opportunities coming your way. You have to ask yourself, like, is this a win-win? Do I feel like when I'm done with this project, I'm walking away winning? Because this is something that us creatives have to ask ourselves. Am I winning in this relationship? Of course you want it to be, you know, a beneficial working relationship. You want both parties to win. But I believe in the creative and artist space, we never focus on ourselves enough. And this is why so many artists work for free and give, a wor give work away for free is because we're not really putting ourselves first. And we're not asking ourselves, how can I, you know, come out of this deal a winner? How can I come out of this deal feeling like I can, you know, make money from this or if I can get some sort of actual real guaranteed exposure or if I can just get something of value out of this, you know, project or relationship? And don't come to me saying like, oh, well, they said they'll let me put my name on this poster I designed or on this wall I painted. That doesn't mean shit. You should always get paid because you putting your name on a poster design or you putting your name on your mural or whatever it is, like that should already be part of the deal. That shouldn't be something that they're waving in front of your face as something that's like, ooh, like this is something that you'll get to do. No, it's like you should have control of the situation and working with you, you get to own whether or not your name goes on the project or not. Like it's not up to them. It's supposed to be up to you because you're the one that's doing this work for them and therefore it's up to you to decide what kind of work and you're going to put into the project. And you got to remember that the more of these free projects you do, the more of these same types of projects are going to be attracted to you because they're going to say, like, they're going to have friends that say, oh, I like, you know, so-and-so did this for you, right? Like, how much were they? And they'll be like, oh, they did it for free. Like, you don't even have to worry. Like, all I had to tell them was, you know, if they, they get exposure or blah, blah, blah. And then you're going to have all these same types of clients coming to you expecting you to do work for free. And so you want to accept the example of how you and a client relationship is. And you want to make sure that people don't know you as the artist that does work for free or does the, that does work for exposure without blinking an eye. And this honestly is just like a ripple effect in the creative community. You're not helping 
other creatives like yourself by doing free work because I just see this way too often in the art and creative space. Like too many people are doing free work, too many people are doing work in exchange for quote unquote exposure. And this is because people keep giving away their craft and their work for free. And we have to stop doing that, you guys. We have to stop doing that. Now, are there some exceptions to this? I can tell you yes, but very, very few in between. You know, an exception for doing exposures, maybe you are just starting out. So when you're starting out and you want to do work for free, you have to kind of build up your portfolio a little bit or like at least do some work. You can't just say like, oh, I want to become a painter and then you've never painted anything ever. You know, some things in the beginning, you're going to have to do a little bit of work. Um, another exception is if it's in the contract and the contract says like, if I do this work for free, then this is what's going to happen. Um, another exception to this is experience, kind of like the whole just starting out, like maybe you're just trying to gain experience. But even when you are like, say if you're a muralist and you're doing a wall to kind of gain more experience, you can still negotiate in a way where it's more in your favor, where like you get to have a creative freedom by them giving you a, the wall and you offering to paint it for free, then you can say, hey, I'll if you give me the wall, I'll do it for free. But the thing is, I get to do whatever I want to the wall. Um, and at the minimum, you want to at least see if they'll s still pay for whatever the costs are to do this project. So whether that's like supplies, whether that's equipment, whether it's gas or tra some travel, um, food, just, you know, the things that will cost for you to do this project, have them at least cover that minimum uh, if you are going to do work for exposure. You got to be really careful about how many of these projects you take on. Um, like that you're doing for free because these free gigs that you continue to say yes to are the things that are taking you away from actual profit producing activities, things that you can be doing to make actual money in your business, like the actual paid projects and work and marketing yourself and, you know, creating and doing all these things. There's people out there that who will pay you. Um, so you got to be careful of how much of your time and your energy you're putting into these free projects and these projects for so-called exposure because again like I said before you want to make sure you're winning in what you're doing and deciding on what's best for you and you know whenever I have creatives you know tell me that they're interested in taking on this project for free because they want to build their portfolio or you know they want to gain their experience I always 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 tell them and I'm telling you this now, is to at least walk away with a written and or video testimonial of whatever it is that you do for them. Because these testimonials or reviews are the things that are going to help you gain more clients and more customers because um, people love seeing reviews. It's kind of like that word of mouth. They love hearing good things about working with you. And so at the very, very least, if you do decide to do work for free, ask for a testimonial, written, um, and or video. Video is always better and you can take the video and create a written one, written one from it, but at the very minimum, get a written testimonial so that you have that and you can use that to benefit you and help grow your business. And this isn't something that you should only do for the work that you do for free. You should be asking for reviews and testimonials from all your clients and customers that pay you for your work and your products and your services. But I'm saying on this topic of exposure and working for free, 
definitely, definitely get those testimonials. So you're probably wondering, how do I even navigate those types of conversations? How do I negotiate so that I am getting a win-win? And if I am doing free work, like I can get what I want out of the conversation. So, you know, honestly, it just comes down to talking to them and asking questions. And so there's like the three top scenarios for when people ask you to work for free is when it's working with companies, when it's um, working with your friends and family, and when it's working for charities. So I want to touch on all three of those scenarios and what are the, some of those things that you can do to navigate those conversations. So when you're working with companies like B2B, business to business, most of these, most of the times these companies, these people, they have budgets for things like printing, for advertising, for maintenance, for lots of sorts of things, event planning, marketing, etc. So if they're asking for free work, you want to ask them to take money out of that budget. Obviously not very bluntly, but just say like, hey, I'm sure, you know, you have a budget for marketing, you know, for this event that you want me to paint at. Would you guys be willing to allocate some of that money that you have dedicated to your marketing budget into my services to do this performance for you or to paint this mural for you or for whatever it is. Like it's literally just asking questions and going from there. Another thing to do is just ask them why they want to work with you in the first place. Why do they want this mural? Why do they want their makeup done? Why do they want this logo done, etc, etc. Then once you gather that information, you want to impress the clients and use that information to sell yourself. You know, ask them what it would be like if they were to have this service or have this thing created for them. What would it do for them? What would be the outcome? How would this make their goal successful? And then using whatever they say against them, in a sense, to sell yourself and say how, you know, working with you will do those exact things and which is why you have to pay me for these services because I'm the one that can best deliver this outcome for you and help you reach those goals. You know this can take a little bit of practice and really you know having confidence in yourself but if you know you're about to talk to a client and you're going to have this type of conversation with them do your research, practice having these conversations on the phone and practice selling yourself to this person. Like grab a friend, call someone up, grab your sister and tell them to act like they're this client and tell them to ask you these questions or say all these objections to you and then practice, you know, selling yourself and using whatever you feel like their, you know, goals and objectives are using those things and practicing using that and selling yourself. Um, Because at the end of the day, this is how you have to operate your business and how you have to sell yourself and sometimes sell yourself out of doing, having to do work for free or having to do the work for exposure. Another thing you can do when you're working and having these conversations with businesses and companies is figure out how it can work for you. You know, maybe you're going to have them cover travel fees or maybe you're going to do a trade of equal value. So if they offer a specific service that you feel like you need in your personal life or business life, then you can exchange your services where you feel like it's of equal value. 
For example, I recently had a conversation with someone. They manage short-term rental properties because I've been reaching out to these companies to see if I could paint murals in their properties and we were having a conversation. They don't really have like a huge budget as far as, you know, hiring artists and muralists, but they're all the way in a different city. So I was just like, hey, I've never really been to that city. I'd also be open if you were to cover travel for me and my husband to go out there um, and also let us stay in the property while I'm working on the mural because they have like these really cool like luxury rentals. You know, I'd be down to work something like that out and have, you know, talk, discuss more of something of those terms. And then they were like, yeah, that sounds something that could be really exciting for me and my team. Um, so let's touch base, you know, on XYZ date. And so this could turn into something where it's like a cool, almost like vacation, but also I get to, you know, build a network and a relationship with a new client who may potentially pay me for future work um, or maybe get me actual real exposure um and it just feels more like a win-win because i've never been to the city and i want to travel there so i have something that they want and they have something that i want and i'm offering and willing to kind of do this sort of trade in exchange so there's always different ways that you can figure out you know win-wins you have to go into the conversation prior to knowing what you want you know, what is the very, very least that you would walk away with and what's like the most, like what's the best outcome that you want to happen out of this working relationship and out of this conversation. And once you know those things, you'll be more likely to close the client or walk away feeling happy and feeling like you had worked out a win-win of an amazing deal. Hey gangstar, sorry to interrupt, but if you're enjoying this episode so far, stop what you're doing right now and share this podcast with your friends on social media or text it to a friend in your contacts. If you're a true gangstar and want to uplift and empower other creatives like I know you do, you're gonna wanna take a few seconds to do this now. Go ahead and pick your phone back up or click that browser tab that you're playing this episode in, hit that pause button and share it now. Hello, what are you waiting for? All right. Thank you for doing that. Now let's get back to the show. Another instance that pops up when people want you to work for free or for exposure is when you're working with your friends or your family. And this one really sucks and always hits home, especially when you first start out in your business. No matter what industry you're in, you feel like your friends and your family are going to be your number one supporters. But truth be told, nine times out of ten, they are not. They support you. They're like, you know, rooting for you maybe, but they're not rooting for you with their monies and their moolahs. So in this instance, if you have a friend or a family member asking for you to do work for free, um, asking for, you know, the big homie discount, either say no and say, you know, I love you, but I am operating as a small business owner and I simply just can't afford to give you a huge discount. I simply can't afford to do this work for free. So no no hard feelings, but I hope you understand. Um, and if they're your true friend and your true family member who loves you, they should understand. Um, or you can just offer a 10 to 20% savings, not discount, savings. So this is where like it's important to use specific words. You don't want them to know that you're like offering discounts. You don't want to seem like your brand is like a discount type of brand. You're going to say, yeah, sure, that's fine. I can't do this work for free, but I will offer you a 10% savings off of 
X, Y, and Z. Um, 20, I always say 10 to 20%, 20% being the max, but don't say, yeah, I'll give you a discount, 10% discount, because that devalues who you are and your brand and your business and your services. You want to say that I'll offer you a 10% savings. So it just sounds better. It sounds like they're saving money and it doesn't lower the value um, of your brand and your business and everybody is happy at the end. And the last scenario that you typically get asked to work for exposure, get asked to do work for free is when you're working with charities. So this one's always like a tough one, especially as an artist where creatives are typically yes people. And then when it's like a charity, you don't feel like there's any way that you can win when it comes to working with the charities because it's a charity and you feel like they're the ones that have to win because it's doing a good deed and makes you feel good blah 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 but charities are a business and you are a business and there are ways to work around doing work for free when it comes to charities so a lot of times if um, a charity is approaching you for work most likely it's for an auction um, and they want you to like auction your services off or, you know, for example, like with me for painting, I do live painting at events and I've done live painting to, you know, donate money to charities um, and they auction off the paintings as one of the things to raise money. There's three things I typically do in this scenario. Um, when they're auctioning it off, I usually say like I can sell this piece to you at a flat rate. So if my it's a painting that's typically worth five hundred dollars, it's like hey, just buy like off the painting off of me as any other collector would as a at a commission price, um, and you can auction it off. And you whatever money you make, you know, on top of that, like you get to keep it. That's yours. Um, so that's one way you can do it. Another way that has been super popular when I'm doing stuff for charities and partnering with charities is doing a 50-50 split of auction proceeds. So if, you know, they're wanting me to work for free, um, they don't have the money to outright buy the painting, I say, well, let's do a 50-50 split of the auction proceeds. So whatever people, whatever the max bid is on the painting, I get 50% of that and then they get the other 50%. Um, and in the case that the painting doesn't sell, I get to take the painting back. And typically on these, I have like a minimum bid of, um, depending on what painting it is, a minimum bid of, of a thousand, like 500 to a thousand. So thinking about, you know, when you do do the 50-50 split, making sure that it still works in your favor, depending on what it is that you're offering. And if you feel like neither of these options are a good fit in that scenario, you can offer them a gift certificate instead to your online store or to purchase a commission from you. Um, you know, that way you don't have to put a lot of effort into it, but you still get to offer something that's of value to the charity that they can auction off and still make money off of. Um, and then you get sales from it because they get to use the gift certificate and then you make money hopefully off of that gift certificate because it doesn't cover the whole cost of the service they purchase, um, etc. And obviously you can set those boundaries and limits on the gift certificate of, you know, what's the minimum they have to spend to use it or, you know, by what date they have to use it by. Um, so those are some things that you can consider when you are collaborating and working with a charity that doesn't really have a budget um, to hire you for your services.
And if this isn't like an auction scenario, you just have to think about what are some things that they have that you feel like you can use as leverage or use to benefit you, you know? If they have like a email list of potential people that you feel like are your target audience and your client base, then maybe you say in exchange for doing this, you'll send out a couple emails on my behalf and these emails, you know, are offering your services. Um, That could be something that's of value or maybe they throw on some galas or some sort of events and you say, well, if I do this for free, like you're going to let me have a booth where I can sell products and services, etc. So, in these instances, when people are wanting you to work for free, you kind of got to think smart and smart and think, okay, what do they have that I want? Also, what is it that my services can do for them? And then what do I feel like can be a win-win should they not be able to, you know, afford my services or, you know, make room in their budget for me? What can I do um, before having to say no and walk away from, you know, the scenario? And you know, that's the thing. If you are talking to companies, businesses, if it's your friends or family, if it's for charities and they still say no, like I want you to work for free and I want you to work for exposure and they just keep selling you on this exposure bullshit, then I would just kindly recommend that they find another artist that's just starting out in high school or another creative who's just like starting out and still in school and still in training that isn't like a business, a small business like yourself. Um, And yeah, and just leave it at that. You have to really just stick to your guns if you feel like this isn't going to be a win-win for you, if you don't feel like this is going to be beneficial for you at all. You just got to say no to that opportunity um, and be okay with that. And, you know, you can refer them to somebody else, but obviously you don't want to refer to another creative, um, somebody who wants them to work for free. So that's why I always say, you know, in this case, it might be best if you just find an artist like that's in high school. So I really hope that you found this episode helpful because I know this is something that us gangstar creatives, we struggle with because people in society still don't really see the true value in art and the creative industry. And this, a big reason of this is because too many creatives say yes to free work and to like expo- like free work in exchange for exposure because they're going to be like, well, I've worked with other artists that said they do work for free or thought that, you know, this exposure was, you know, worth it to them. So why don't I just go back to them, you know, and that just ruins it for the whole creative community. And we can't do that. We have to stand up for one another and help us all set the standard in the industry um, and all set the standard for all of us getting paid for what we do and really showing and educating. This is really what we have to do is educate our clients and our prospects and our customers on the value and the work that we do um, and let them know that we are small businesses and we can't just do work for free or just do work for exposure because that's literally just gambling our business away you know free work equals going out of business and I don't want none of y'all going out of business because you feel like you have to say yes to every opportunity and you don't know how to leverage these situations where people are wanting you to work for free Um, I just can't have that anymore and I just feel like we all have to come together and um, stop saying yes to these types of opportunities so 
If you feel like you learned something from this episode, please, please, please share it. Share it with another creative. Um, If you're hanging out with other creatives and someone tells you about an opportunity that they got about working for free or working for in exchange for exposure, definitely tell them, share with them some of the tips that I shared in this episode because, again, we all have to come together as a creative community and we all have to stop saying yes to free work and to doing work in exchange for exposure. And if I didn't cover any scenarios in this episode that you've experienced or that you're dealing with right now and you have questions around, definitely don't hesitate to reach out to me. I invite you to DM me on Instagram or contact me through my website and let me know what's going on and I'd love to see how I can help you and give you some tips on how you can kind of work out and navigate those conversations. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, listen to a couple more episodes, and share it with a fellow Gangstar creative. I would also be forever grateful if you left a review letting me know what you loved and what you'd like to hear more of. And as a thank you for leaving me a review, I'll gift you both my 10 ways to create a Gangstar brand PDF and 5 ways to boost your online sales PDFs. Just screenshot your review and DM me the picture on Instagram at Devonna Stimson and I'll send it right over to you. Until next time, cheers to annihilating the status quo of the starving artist.